What's up, cuzzies? We're back with another episode of your favorite podcast. Yes, you, your favorite podcast. Today, we're talking a little bit of what we've been doing, some trip planning, some random things, lots of Canadian talk, and what is it going to take for Logan to get fully back into this hobby? Stay tuned for another fantastic episode of Closer Cousins. Beautiful. Well, hi everyone. Hi Logan. I think we have a little bit of a, a a little bit of a different show today. What what's different? Um, I don't know. I I don't see anything different about it. I see you. I see me. Oh, I know what's different. I got a new mic. That's probably what's Ooh. different. I'm sounding nice and crisp now. That's exactly it. It sounds crisp. That's exactly it. There is no other difference from last week's show. It is the exact same, except. For your microphone, and it sounds fantastic. I picked this up less than an hour ago for the recording, so I'm excited <laughs> to try it out here. You guys are going to be learning the ropes with me as I figure it out, so hopefully the audio comes out nice. Editing Logan is going to be listening, going to be like, ooh, this is so crisp. It's so good. I mean, I do edit in my bed, so I mean, we'll just <laughs> leave it there. <laughs> well, NSFW Coaster Cuzzies, but uh, yes, Coaster Bro, if you listened to last week's episode, which I for sure hope you did, Coaster Bro let us know that he was buying a house, and that is very exciting, but truly closing, I think he's closing on it today, um, so we are taking it over again for another episode. Hope you enjoyed Prairie Coasting because guess what? We're back, bitch. We're fucking back. We are back indeed. I love the Canadian takeover episodes because it's like a nice little transition from what we used to do with the new Cuzzy stuff. And I don't know. It's just a fun dynamic. Like I really like having Coaster Bro on the show with us, but like I I always look forward to these. Me too. I love it. I actually love all the dynamics. I love when it's like you and Coaster Bro. I love when it's me, Coaster Bro. I love you and I. I love the three of us because every show is different. Every single one of those combinations is a completely different vibe of a show. And and throw in like our guests and our segments, and it and it truly makes it even more like a, a different like a different show. So while I think we have consistent theming and consistent like. Um, jokes and humor and funny, fun things. I, I feel like we're not very monotonous, monotonous anymore, which I like. No, definitely. It keeps it fresh and it keeps it interesting every week because, you know, as a listener, we don't really advertise this stuff ahead of time either. So it's just kind of, okay, well, let's see what we get. And I'm always really proud of how we put out the show. And what I like most about you and I episodes is that it truly feels like mom and dad are gone on the weekend and it's just you and I left at the house alone to have some chaos. So cheers to that. Oh, lots, lots of chaos, lots of shenanigans, lots of <laughs> going down the fucking rabbit hole, <laughs> lots of swearing. You know, as I was, I listened to the show last week, and I was, and I sent in our like group chat, and I'm like, wow, I swear a lot. Holy shit! And <laughs> Ghost of Bro was just like, yeah. So expect more on today's show. But Logan, besides the new microphone, which is great news, what else have you been up to? How has life been? How? Has your April been? How was your birthday also? So the birthday was fun. It kind of capped off a little week of me just not living at home. My uh, parents decided, well, my parents were talking about, okay, we want to go to, we're, they're, they're brainstorming back and forth. Oh, Edmonton or not Edmonton over the Easter break with my siblings and whatnot, because they're a lot younger than me, 10, 12 years younger. 
And I told them, I'm like, look, guys, you two just constantly talk about all these plans and ideas, but no one ever actually just books it. So nothing ever happens. So you guys just talk about it, but nothing actually happens. Well, apparently that inspired them because they came home Wednesday evening and just booked a week in Edmonton. And I'm like, well, thanks for that, guys. I work and I have two finals. Granted, my finals were online. I could have wrote a final at West Ed. That would have been cool. But nope, I was stuck at home. And that just like, okay, well, screw being stuck at home. I'm going to go move in with the girlfriend for a week and just not tell them about it and have a good time over here. So that's what I did. Birthday capped off that. And then I ended up booking a little trip out to Alberta that we'll get into in a little bit. Amazing. That sounds great. I didn't realize, I knew your parents were going away, but I didn't realize it was truly like that last minute. That is just like fucking last, last minute. Are they doing like a proper, I'm uh, sorry, the Fantasyland Hotel or are they doing the Airbnb or what's the, or what's even the plan when they're in Edmonton? Like, are they just doing the mall or is there a game or what's up? So what theirs was is just truly the mall. The mall was pretty much open from like noon to like six, seven-ish for most of the attractions because it's Easter break up here for all the students and whatnot. Uh, the way my dad always does it is he's over it with hotels. So he always goes like the VRBO or like the Airbnb kind of route. So they do those. And we also have a big family too, right? So it's a lot more comfortable than just the hotel. Um, but yeah, they just got the play passes, hung out at the mall. There weren't any sports or anything up there. I mean, like the Oilers just started the playoffs up there. But like, meh, no one really cares about hockey. And it's freaking expensive <laughs> up here in Canada. But yeah, they got home on my birthday. So that trip is already said and done. Oh, right, right. So how was your birthday? What did you do? Did you do anything special? Did you and the GF do anything special? Did uh, did you enjoy me uh, sending it to the end of the Discord and telling everyone that it was your birthday when you're trying to fly under the radar? I was going to say, first and foremost, I had nobody other than my close personal family say happy birthday to me. And I knew you're just sitting on it and waiting on it because I knew you weren't going to miss it. So then, out of nowhere, Mitch just tosses it up on a story at, like, 6 at night or something, right? Like, mm-hmm. real late into the evening. And then my freaking DMs just explode. I have all these people text me, happy birthday. And I got the Discord going up. And, like, thank you to everybody. I do appreciate the well wishes and all that kind of stuff. But I hate birthdays, so I love to just <laughs> flow under the radar. Like, I had the perfect birthday this year. It was getting stoned out of my mind and watching Queer Eye until 6 in the morning. Wow. Perfect time. I had a great time. All the snacks, all the munchies. I had a cheese ball. Life was fantastic. And that's how I enjoyed my birthday. That sounds like a fantastic time. Um, I always do this and I and I kind of knew last year I did it first thing in the morning. This year I went, I was at the Jays game and I was and I was like thinking Mm. about it. I'm like, I'll wait a little bit. I want to see if anyone else in the Discord post about I want to see and and Coaster Bro actually he uh, he admitted that he is not very good with people's birthdays and I knew so I was like I'll throw it up there I'll I'll, I'll make them and I literally did that at everyone on the Discord so you're all welcome for that notification um, but I'm glad to hear that not only did you have your perfect birthday of just chilling you also got all the birthday love from everyone in the Discord and your DMs as well. <laughs> yeah so it worked out it's a good time i was yeah really grumpy at the little cross game the night before so just truly just having a nice chill night to watch some queer i was a, it was a good night um but that's all me we've been talking about me for like six minutes here what about you mitch what has your past little bit been my past little bit has been uh all right actually um so randomly pretty soon after we recorded the last episode actually 
the weather got insanely good in Toronto. It went from being cloudy, dark, and snowy and everything for months and months and months to having almost two full weeks of sun and getting up to like like the the, the hottest day got to 30 degrees or 86 degrees Fahrenheit. It was shut up. Um, it was unbelievable. It was in hot. April? Like we were all yeah, it was unreal. Like it truly it was I had my air conditioner on, like it was wild. We were on the patios all like on last week, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we just leave work and go on the patio for the whole afternoon. We like sat out on until 1 a.m. because it was so hot. Even at night it was warm. It was incredible. So it just like totally flipped everyone's mind. Everyone was in a good mood. I was in a better mood. So it, it sucks. Today is actually the first cold day. It's like only a high of like four or five degrees or like in the, in the high 30s, low 40s. So not happy about that. But having that like 10, 12 days of just incredible weather was it was it was life changing. So I felt really good about that. It was really nice um, for that. And then I've been planning for Europe. I'm going to look back at my calendar to see what else I was at. I went to laser tag for a friend's birthday went to the jays game which logan and i were talking about before recording so lots of um lots of fun especially in the last week easter weekend was a little bit on the slower end but um but uh it's been it's been good and then gearing up for the big old trip yeah i saw you got uh athletic that looked like fun yeah, yeah, me and at Thrill Warrior on Instagram um, and YouTube, go check them out. We went to the driving range on uh, Friday night, on Friday the 20th, no, 14th, Friday the 14th, and um, that was actually really fun. I've been wanting to go to the driving range for a while. Tyler is a very, very big golfer, really, really good at it too. I felt very actually terrible compared to him and i used to play golf a lot when i was a kid so it was actually fun it's actually really cool there's a driving range right on the lake in toronto right in downtown it's actually kind of it's actually a really cool vibe um so that was that was really fun and then we went for ethiopian food and then just had an early night and then yeah the next day was like laser tag everything it was uh it's a full weekend it was a full weekend of like physically active things went to spin so that was a good time and really i guess wonderland Today we're recording on April 18th. The Wonderland Passholder Preview Day is on April 30th, I believe, in two weeks. Okay. So just under two weeks. I will not be going to that because my, my mom's in town. But opening weekend is uh, May 5th or whatever it is. So we're really not that far away from having from the actual on-season being – or the – is that what they call – I know it's the off-season. Do people call it the on-season or it's just the season? I don't know because I'm just constantly on the season at West Ed or kind of off the season now. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out my whole roller coaster vibe here. True that. Well, that's actually these these are all perfect segues into all of our topics. I think one thing we wanted to say is that we have a free account on our. Well, my voice cracked there, by the way. We have a free account on our recording software, and we only had 56 minutes of free recording left. And so, Logan, how long do we have left to record? We have got uh, 44 minutes. We are 11 minutes into our free time. So this might be a shorter episode. We might think we might think about later and put something in, you know, mid midway. But either way, it's going to be a little bit on on the shorter side of a show. So I know when we first launched this new podcast, we kind of weren't we're trying not to worry about length or anything like that. A lot the last couple episodes have been longer because of segments and really good topics. But this one might be a little bit more of a, a chill, laid back Canadian takeover episode. But um, yeah, just wanted to kind of put that out there. And before we had jumped into. I guess our first 
little topic about what you just teased about that trip you booked. Yeah, Logan is going out to Alberta. Um, my family is also going out to Calgary in July. So I missed both of the family holidays. So I figured why not combine them both into one for myself? Going to be heading out to Calgary for a weekend and then switching on over cities up to Edmonton for a full on week. So I'm very excited for that. Um, I think I kind of told you about my itinerary a little bit, did I? Uh, a little bit, yes. But let's go over it again for the listeners and also to refresh my memory because I think I forget. <laughs> okay, so the first day we're driving out on the Friday and then we'll be hitting up some small towns on the way, being shown around there. But then uh, really truly stopping in Drumheller. That's the big dinosaur place in Alberta. We're going to go check out the museum there. I've heard it's a little bit dry, but at the same time, like I went there as a kid once, I think, and I've just been wanting to go back. So we'll go check that out for a couple hour rest stop, kind of halfway to Calgary. Then, uh, yeah, spend a weekend in Calgary. I have it planned out. Uh, Callaway opens at 10 a.m. And the riders play at 5. So we're thinking we're going to do Callaway for a few hours until about 2, 2.30, like four hours in the morning. I mean, it's only like a half-day park, so it should work out pretty nicely. Only 20-minute drive to the stadium as well, so it'll be super easy to get over there. They're right next to each other, and I'll be able to go check out a rider game in my third CFL stadium. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, honestly, Callaway, Callaway's great, but you don't need that long there, to be honest, like you said. I think there are a couple rides that you should not miss. Um, yep. And then yeah, Mc, with, with McMahon, I'm trying to think, is it – I think you can park right at the stadium. I think you can. I'm not probably going to. I'm going to find a public transit way. But the idea oh, was oh. it's just at least on that end of the city and I don't have to worry about doing the half hour drive across town kind of idea. Totally fair. Yeah, you can park a Crowfoot station like at the, on the on the on the C train and yeah. you'll get you'll be at McMahon. I would definitely recommend um, parking on the northwest line because then okay. it's like much quicker to get because if you park on the south line, you have to go through, all through downtown, everything like that. If you park on the northwest line at Brentwood, uh, Dalhousie or Crowfoot, it'll be super easy to get down to Banff Trail Station. So beauty that's actually going to come in clutch so i'm gonna get you to text me all of that at yes. some point before I actually oh yeah well, down well, there. well these are because what we wanted to do with this segment here is logan told me his itinerary i'm going to tell him recommendations so we're going to not only am going am i going to help logan with his trip but i'm also going to help the listeners if they want to go to calgary and edmonton maybe a little bit of a preview of the great cuzzy road trip when we ever ever get there in like 12 years um, because the stop it, it's coming. They're they're coming. We're we're going to Alberta, but Logan's just doing a pre-trip. So, so first, Drumheller, Tyrell Museum. What day of the week is that going to be on? Assume me a Friday. So we're thinking we're going to leave bright early Friday morning. And since Drumheller is at a decent spot in between, it'll be a good place to kind of take a rest, maybe grab some food, but also just check out the museum because that's something I've been wanting to do. And then we'll finish up getting to Calgs sometime in the evening there, check in, and then potentially have a couple hours out on town. But honestly, like after traveling, it'll probably be a night in since we want to get up early for Callaway. Yeah. Yeah. That, that Honestly, that makes sense. Yeah. So Drumheller is actually kind of a fun little cute city. I actually really like Drumheller. Um, so the Tyrell Museum, I like I did tell you it's a little dry, but hopefully on a Friday, I don't think it'll be as like kids, screaming kids, which will be nice. But for our listeners who don't know, the Royal Tyrell Museum is Canada's largest museum um, solely dedicated to dinosaurs. Actually, I think it's one of the largest museums in the world solely dedicated to dinosaurs because in the Cretaceous period, um, Alberta, the area that's now Alberta, was a lowland sea. So it was actually a very shallow sea that was very, very tropical. So 
huge abundance of wildlife, huge abundance of uh, flora, everything like that. So, and that's what it was like when the dinosaurs went extinct. So these are very recent fossils. So we're talking like Tyrannosaurus rexes, um, all, all the dinosaurs. period for all of the dinosaur enthusiasts yeah. there. Do those exist? They surely do. Oh yeah, me. Fuck yeah. I feel like every okay, everyone was a dinosaur. Well, maybe not dinosaur enthusiast, but when you're like four years old, you either choose like like four different paths. You either go like firefighter, you go dinosaur, you go like construction, or you go space. And like every yeah. four year old little boy chooses one of those four to make their entire personality until probably like grade two. I think I did all of those. Very fair. Bob the Builder yeah. hit back in the day. That was a good show. Mm-hmm. I think I would have leaned more towards space, but all of I had a, I had a moment with all of those. Very fair. I definitely leaned heavy into the construction, like Mighty Machines. Mm. Oh, that was a good yeah. show back in the day. Um, so that that's actually a good plan. Um, another couple things in Drumheller to do is there's a literally a giant T Rex right in downtown that you can actually walk up into into like the mouth of it. I it costs a bit of money, so I'm not sure if I like fully recommend to do it, but definitely go see it. It literally is just a giant T-Rex in the middle of downtown. So definitely recommend that. And then I'm trying to think, are there really any good restaurants in Drumheller, unfortunately? Um I actually have a friend who lives in Drumheller, Carly. And uh yeah, so that's kind of what I what I'd recommend for Drum. Um go see the T-Rex and go to the museum and then you're in, in the city. Beauty. Yeah, I have been specifically told from the girlfriend who's sitting right next to me on the couch right now, Do we're not going up the fucking dinosaur. It smells like piss and vomit, and I hate it so much. Okay, so then look, look at, at it, at from, it. Below. from below, yes. And we're not going to go up inside the T-Rex. So Callaway, for my Callaway recommendations, um, usually Vortex, which is the arrow looper there, does not open right away with the park, but I would still get all the way back there first because just like any other park, everyone crowds the front, first of all. Yep. So I would go all the way back first. If Vortex isn't open, there are actually a lot of great rides. The um, pirate ship Ocean Motion is excellent. They have an Enterprise, which is excellent. They have Chaos, which is a very rare flat ride. Highly recommend. It's right in front of Vortex. Um, and then also like a paratrooper ride right beside it as well. So the best rides are back there. So even if Vortex isn't open, you got lots of to choose from back there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, Vortex is amazing. Uh, it, you go around twice. There's, I don't think there's even air gates. Like it's truly like a, a proper fucking like true. It's fun, funny enough. It's the last ever arrow corkscrew made of that original design of that original layout was the last ever one made. And it's still in the same position. I think it has the original trains, the original arrow trains too. So it's great. That was my first ever inverting roller coaster as well. So it's yeah. going to be fun to kind of revisit that one and circle back to that. But yeah, between that and then the log flume are the two things that I'm like really excited for at Callaway. The log flume is fantastic it is like it's really good like it's so so good um my next question is are kitty credits a thing for you are you gonna do 
what you're nope. not going to do bumble blaster mini express they're right there they're right beside vortex i will depend okay i will consider bumble blast i will not be getting on the zamperilla mini train whatever it's called mini express yeah mini express well like i just they've never done it for me and that's always been one where i just refuse to count kids roller coasters because at that point like i don't find a thrill in counting them you're <laughs> obviously not going to rank those up with anything good they're all just hitting me in your bottom tier just overlooked it's purely there to pad the stats and i'm just not there for it so i'm not going to drag the girlfriend to callaway to watch me ride a little kitty coaster unlike uh mr and mrs coaster bro at like oa like that has its time and place and right. You can do what you want. That's just not personally for me. So I'm a skip. Them. So hypothetical here, if what? you go to the back of the park and vortex is not open and neither bumble blast nor mini express have a line, you can see them from the entrance of vortex. They're yep. right there. Will you ride them? If vortex is not open and those two do not have a line. No to mini express, potentially to bumble blast. Okay. Just because there's so many SPF coasters out there and I feel like I want to at least be able to say I've done one because that's kind of, you know, the very common like, oh, it's in a pizza parlor in like Ottawa, you know what I mean? Just random places where people ride them. So I might want to be able to have that shared experience, but definitely not the other one. I don't think unless I went there with like you and we were just being silly kind of idea. That's the time and place of when I would do it. And something else to consider for Ontario, when we drive back from Montreal slash what Ottawa area, we can go to the one at Neb's Fun World. I've never been to it. It's right on the 401. It's right off the highway. So, Hey, if you want to go get that credit, I will happily come with you. Just go in and get that get that um, uh, SPF visa. So, no, I think you got a good plan for Callaway. There are some really good rides there. Like I, I'll, I'll let you know my 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 top recommendations in like a proper list. But um, the haunted house is really good. The swings are awesome. It's like kind of sticking out on a peninsula in the yep. middle of the lake with a view of the mountains. It's beautiful, and the train ride is really fun. So no, it's a great park. Um, you can get it done pretty quickly. Um, the log ride is awesome. So no, I think you're on the right track for for everything. It's in a beautiful part of the this this like on the west side of the city. So. Um, yeah. It's almost as if we did like a mini series episode about Callaway back in the yeah. day. I know. I know you gotta, gotta brush up on that. <laughs> Definitely. So yeah, looking forward to Callaway. And like I said, Riders game after that, mm-hmm. McMahon stadium, very excited to check it out. looks like a really crappy stadium, but Hey, another one off the bucket list. So I'm happy. To it, go. it is crappy, but think about this is, this is my university stadium. Like that's yeah. like, that's at the UFC. That's like my head go like when you, so when you park at Brentwood Crowfoot or Dalhousie stations, you'll mm-hmm. go past the university train station. And that that's like, that's my terror. That's my stomping grounds. I lived at that U of yeah, university. And so Tally and I, funny enough, lived in a house just two doors down from McMahon stadium. Like, Literally, people would people would park right by in front of our house to go to this um, the the game. It was uh, it, we were very very close to it, and it was awesome. It was so good. So yeah, you're gonna love that. And then for the next day in Calgary, uh, you said the zoo for sure, right? Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, sleep in day, go to the zoo. I want to do that for sure. And then see if there's anything else. Like we potentially looked at things, but I think it's probably just going to be a zoo and then travel up to Edmonton kind of day. Yeah, I would say like, I would say the zoo is, it's huge. It's, it's absolutely massive. Yeah. So you don't need to do anything else. I would say if anything, go for a walk or go for brunch 
along the river somewhere, like Kensington. The Peace Bridge is like the almost said Toronto, the Calgary icon. So it's really, yeah. really pretty to walk across. Um, just yeah, doing a river walk is very Calgary. Going for brunch in Kensington or going for brunch uh in eau claire or anything anywhere along the river it's like a really good calgary day bridge land as well and then do that maybe before the zoom and then head to the zoo and then you're uh, you're gone that's a really good calgary sunday because the zoo is fucking huge like it's massive so i would say after the zoo you guys will be beat so go go do like a yeah a nice little brunch i'll send you some brunch recommendations as well Sweet. go for a walk along the river and then 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 zoo and then up to e-town yeah, up to Edmonton. I am so excited about this. So there was a place that used to be, I think, the Radisson, it was called, in Edmonton. It's in it's a block away from the Southland Mall or in that general area. Southgate really, Mall? Yeah, Southgate, sorry. Southland's yeah. Regina and probably Calgary, I think, has one too, eh? Yeah, so Calgary is South Center. We, I think we've had this exact conversation a couple times. Probably. There's just the South something in every single city in yeah. Yeah, can't Western Canada, I swear. Um, but yeah, really stoked because it's a nice hotel. I got $85 a night room for five nights. So that's why I extended the trip. It was originally only going to be till Wednesday. I'm like, look, if I'm only paying 85 bucks a night, I- I'm going to stay here the whole week and then we'll get seven day passes for the mall. And that's in a great area too. Like, honestly, that's in such, cause like you're right by the train line and you're two yep. seconds away from West Ed on off White Mud. That's so good. Yeah. Like twelve minute drive tops to the mall and whatnot, so I'm super excited about that. I think it should be a really good place to like stay for us. And then Edmonton, I don't have too much to actually do. It's gonna be more so just chill, whatever we kind of want, which I think will be a nice balance to the first half of the trip there. Especially since I know Edmonton like the back of my hand and all the different things there. The one reason that we actually did book this trip though is we're gonna head down to like the Winspear Winspear Center or something like that, like that orchestra hall downtown, because mm-hmm. we're gonna go see yep. a comedy show on Tuesday. So that should be fun. Oh, that'll be so fun. Yeah, that was kind of something that she was wanting to do. It's that was uh Canadian comedies comedian words. <laughs> Fuck. Canadian comedians. That is a sentence. That's not even a sentence. It's two words. Anyway, Canadian comedians, Darcy and Jarrett, the stoner husband duo on like oh, TikTok them, and the yeah. Instagram. Anyway, they're hilarious. It's it's just a thing. And I'm like, yo, they're actually coming out here. It kind of ties into a rider game. And then like, I like Edmonton. So like, I'm mm-hmm. just going to kind of book this and be like, yo, we're going. So that was kind of the play there. And then, yeah, just get them all passes for the week and go hang out there. So I don't know. Excited well, for that. I- I'm so excited for you, and I'm excited for you to check out my hometown again as like a, as an adult. Um, I I love it. Uh, yeah, Calgary's, Calgary's a great place to visit, especially in the summer. So, um, yeah. So, I think that's a good little mini trip report to. Well, I can't wait to hear about it afterwards to Alberta. But I had one maybe question, surprise topic here that um, I wanted to. I think was a proper. Sorry, I was. I pushed a lid to into my computer. Um, one question that I think ties in actually nicely with your plans and what we talked about and even you coming out to Toronto is what do you think will, besides you moving, what do you think will 
get you back into coasters, if anything at all? What What do you think? What What do you think would be the thing that gets that that has you saying I'm a coaster enthusiast again? Because I think a lot of people listening to the show are coaster enthusiasts, or some are more casual, some are a lot closer to you, actually, Logan. But like, what what would it take? Let's say short of moving for you to get excited into coasters again is it something with the community that needs to change is it something with canada and their coaster collection that needs needs to change do you need to travel like what 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 are some things that you can think of maybe off the top of your head that do you think would get you excited again like truly really like i want to start listening and researching and kind of getting more involved i've been having this debate in my head not gonna lie for like quite a few weeks here now and I think I'm kind of leaning towards and kind of finding peace almost with where I'm at. Like, I had a chat with one of my coworkers last night, actually. He's like, you know, out of everybody that I know, you have got to be the person most into just local sports. And I'm like, yeah, no, that kind of seems to just be my thing, my escape, my hobby there. Obviously, I have, you know, the podcast. I have all these other yeah, things, yeah. too. But that's kind of like the majority of where I find my happiness and an escape ism from you know just everyday life so i think that that's kind of where i'm happy to leave all of you know my eggs not fully all in that basket but at least like at least half the majority of it's there and i mean coasters for me have always been something where it's just yes i enjoy it i'm not going to say i don't but it's such a small percentage of all the stuff that i'm able to do because of access and all those other things like we said but ever since they yeah took out that roller coaster, I think it's truly just gonna be that like little quarter percent of my hobbies and my interests, and I think I'm kind of happy to just keep it there, to be honest. So, do you think that? Um, so, let's just say hypothetically. Okay. Do you think hypothetically there's not anything that that could be done to get you back to where we were, maybe when you first we first started the pot, like the the prayer coasting podcast? I don't think so. Like, I think even yeah. if I move to a city where there's like a big amusement park or I think okay I'll take that back Disney or Universal is what would get me back into it if I were in a situation where that was super easy access and that was just what I could do on a weekend kind of idea that would be it but I wouldn't really call myself a coaster enthusiast at that point it'd just be more so those like a Disney nerd or whatever their names are for those two entities Disney adult (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think that that's kind of where I lean more because, I mean, it's no stranger to anybody. I'm always into these amusement parks and stuff for the experience. That's why I'm happy going to, like, the fair or something. So many people trash on that, but I truly just go into a place and enjoy it for what it is. Like, everyone here is like, oh, you go to the West Ed for eight days? Like, what kind of vacation is that? I'm like, no, I it's just chill. It's what I like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not out here like to try that. and get on every single, yeah, piece of steel track that has, you know, wheels and a thing to ride on. Yeah. because like i because i think before we became friends and started the podcast the old podcast together you were much more into consuming the content like you were really into all the podcasts kind of the news that sort of thing um for a lot of years like for for many years Mm -hmm. right you said since almost like 2017 yeah no i'd been uh since the start of high school so 2015 sorry to make you feel old there mitch (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's when I started to like listen to that kind of stuff and I went through the backlogs of like I say Coaster Radio season pass podcast all the in the loop stuff so shouts to anybody who uh, has been involved in those if you guys are listening I've truly appreciated you guys throughout my history of just stuff to do things to listen to in math class but 
I don't know. I think it's pretty much since we kind of started doing it ourselves. Like with the Prairie Coasting thing, it was so tiny that I enjoyed having our little hobbit hole corner of the community. But now that we've teamed up with Coaster Bro and the Cuzzies have kind of established themselves as like a legit brand within the community. Like I'm not going to say we're big or gloat or ego or any of that, but we do have a place. You can't deny that. And I think I'm kind of just happy running in that lane. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I think I think we've found a really nice balance because I think it started about two years ago when we were on Prairie Coasting in, in 2021, where yeah. you and I both felt, I think actually at this time, April 2021, felt really burned out, not just from A, creating content that we were like kind of like running out of steam about and B, at the time, neither of us could go experience that content and C, being in a community where there are some great people and some not so great people at that. So I think it's been a two year journey for yourself and myself as well on finding what lane that we feel like we stick in for that. And I feel like I agree with you since we joined up with Coaster Bros, since the Cuzzies has have more, we've more established ourselves, gotten a much more, um, much more, I almost want to say unfocused show because we're just so much more like I think the show is more open than it was before where we were before that we've both found a really cool lane and area to be in of said community and Coaster Bro kind of completes that pie I would say like he kind of brings bridges both of our interests and stuff like that together I, I don't know does that ramble make sense at all? It does to me I mean what we've done is both of us have always known that we have a unique and interesting perspective in this community. I mean, Coaster Bro said it from the beginning when he stumbled upon me just figuring out how to podcast that like this whole idea of just some dude who lives in the middle of nowhere talking about this kind of stuff was interesting. And then teaming up with you, our show had an interesting angle from Canadian perspective. You don't really see that too much. And I think that we finally have figured out the right method and the means to do that, where we can broaden the perspective, but then also just have that sustainable model where we are able to have all these perspectives without it getting burnt out and keeping it fresh for both the listeners, but also just ourselves doing this. Like you and I really ran ourselves head on into that brick wall, trying to be someone (laughs) we weren't. And now we kind of found our, like we said, lane to exist in the community. And I think that it's a really healthy hobby at this point. Yeah, I I totally agree 100%. So going forward, say after this Alberta trip, after the trip out east, um, do you see yourself traveling maybe specifically for theme parks, coasters ever? Or not, maybe not ever again, but in the in the near future? Or are you going to kind of more see how things happen? Would you rather, you know, travel for NASCAR or maybe something else, more sports? Or what what do you think maybe after these trips? And maybe this is something we can revisit once you once the summer's over do you Mm -hmm. think in 2024 for example after you've had a taste of coasters after you've had a taste of sports out here bigger cities different things maybe even a west coast trip do you think that that you're what what do you think your travels are going to look like in 2024 just you right now just just in your just right here right now what do you think it's going to be 2024, I'm for sure getting back to the States. I'm going to figure out who has the best kind of meetup or what the best kind of action around that is. I know a lot of like my friends over at the Your Favorite Coaster Sucks stuff and their Discord, they host their own little meetups, but then they also do stuff like baseball games and stuff outside of that. So mm. I'd be kind of interested in that. That's but a good I'd balance. Also, yeah, I'd be really interested in looking at 
talking with Costa Bro and seeing if we could do something in kind of the, you know, Midwest there and have our own little thing, right? Because the way I view travel and vacations and trips and all that is amusement parks are flat out fully in there. I'm not saying I renounce it or any of that kind of stuff, but I put on equal par as, okay, can I find a cool minor league baseball game, major league baseball game? Is there a race going on around this time? I kind of look for those different aspects and figure out, okay, which kind of dates hold the most stuff to do. And I mean, that's how we planned it out East this summer. I thought the riders were going to be playing in Toronto. The angels are out there. It all happened on the same weekend. I'm like, fantastic. We're going to make this happen. And even though that, you know, the rider game ended up moving out East for touchdown Atlantic in Nova Scotia again, like we're going to Montreal the weekend instead then. And it's mm-hmm. just, you find those different things that I enjoy to kind of get a more round, well-rounded experience of like the culture, that unique geographic area. So like, say if I'm going to go to Europe, amusement parks are a thousand percent going to be on there. That's a cool way to experience like the local culture and that kind of stuff. But it's also going to be on par with other like historical things, maybe like museums or like other places to go kind of idea, if that makes sense. So you wouldn't travel, do like 10 days of just theme parks somewhere. Like you wouldn't go somewhere and only do theme parks in, in, in your thinking right now, like how you're, how you're feeling right now. Yeah, I would travel somewhere. I'd make sure I include it and take steps out. But I mean, like I've always said, and I've already talked about on this, I'd rather stay at an amusement park for three days, take time to just enjoy the atmosphere, the environment, than just try and smash out as many amusement parks or roller coasters as I can in a trip. I'd rather experience like the local area behind like a Grunelund or all these different places like that um, Scandinavian trip still like seems like the top of my bucket list to go check out all those parks, but also just the cool cities that are out there. Yeah, that would be, that would be sick. Well, I wanted to just kind of see how it is, how, how kind of check in with your coaster enthusiast thoughts, because I think for a long time it was like a big no, but I think, I think it was an episode or two ago where we were kind of like, I think, I think you're, you're considered almost an enthusiast light. I would say like your, your interest is kind of the doors opening a little bit, just, just a tidy bit here. And I wanted to kind of check in on that to see like what, and now that things are actually being booked. Cause I think about two years ago today, we were saying if you had trips booked or if you had plans, you said you'd might be considered, you know, consider yourself enthusiast. You might be more mm. excited about the hobby. Kind of wanted to have a check-in on that now that you have two really exciting things coming up. And like you said, you a US trip probably next year. Um how what your feeling on that was? No, for sure. And I think that's just kind of the perspective and the emphasis that I'm trying to throw out there into the world or this community is like, look guys, like you don't have to know all the stats behind these things. You don't necessarily have to like do all this research and whatnot to have a fun time at the parks. Like hell, if your favorite rides down or if like the big name coasters down, that doesn't mean your day is a waste or the trip was a ruined. Like just Mm -hmm. go in and enjoy the environment, find the little things because any trip I've ever been on, I don't remember what that ride on Goliath was or Tatsu or any of that stuff. I remember the time where the dude was bouncing up and down on the station on Riddler's Revenge and bouncing up and down, and the ride attendant had enough of him and locked him in a squat position and sent the thing. Like, oh, that's my God. I remember. I don't remember what each individual experience was. And, I mean, you know, if that's your thing, go for it. I'm just saying think and consider about broadening out a little bit and not throwing so much weight onto each individual ride. Yep. Oh, I, I like that. And I very much appreciate that. I think we all have different, the three of us have different uh, uh, niches that appeal to different sex yeah. segments of the community, which I love. And um, yeah, that was kind of my uh, check-in surprise topic there. But um, do you want to maybe intro us into our, and maybe give some background on our last discussion point here? 
Yeah, so Mitch and I are recording this episode. Obviously, the two of us are Canadian Takeover. And um, we didn't really have anything planned. Like, we didn't have any segments. I don't know if we're going to toss one in here yet, if we get something. But even if it's just the two of us, I wanted more things for us to talk about. I didn't really put a ton of thought into it because I'm finishing up finals right now. So I asked the Discord. And in the Discord, I had Perry chime in, longtime friend of both Prairie Coasting and the Cuzzies. And he said that Airtime Thrills dropped the 10... No, sorry, the 15 best countries for roller coasters. Did a little ranking based off of what types of roller coasters and thrill rides there were. And Canada placed 10th. And he was just kind of wondering what's our thoughts on that from a Canadian perspective. I I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that one, Mitch? Did Perry provide the full list or just say Canada was 10th? I can give you the list really quick. Just let me go through the video. So we got Sweden at 15. Okay. And then we got Australia at 14. Okay. The United Arab Emirates is 13. Mm -hmm. 12 is Denmark. 11 is Belgium. You got 10 at Canada. And then you got 9 at Italy. 8 is Spain. 7 is the Netherlands. Editing Logan's going to have a good time making this flow so much more smooth. (laughs) 6 is Poland. 5 is France. 4 is the UK. 3 is China you two is japan and one is greenland no i'm kidding germany wait the united states isn't on there oh it's besides the u.s i guess so yeah okay i was like where's the u.s um okay i don't know if i agree with some of that on there like why why is denmark so high and i think france is too high for me i would say i would say japan oh no japan or germany would be number one um, I kind of think Sweden should be higher than Canada, to be honest. I don't like, I, I don't know. I, there's, there, there's some things I kind of, I need I shuffle around. Um, I obviously didn't watch the whole video, yeah. so I don't know. I didn't actually watch any of the video. So I don't know what, what criteria he did for like quantity versus quality. But to be honest, for quality, I think Canada should be lower on there in my personal opinion. Yeah, I think it was uh, emphasis on quantity, but quantity of the category that is an extreme or a thrill roller coaster. So it's not just the pure number, but kind of the groupings that those would be in a park. So like Mindbender would be an extreme kind of coaster, et cetera, et cetera, if that makes sense. So I think they just did how many of each of those two types of roller coasters each of these countries have. Yeah, and I mean that's it's a it's a very strict criteria. I don't mm. think I agree with that. Like, I mean, obviously it's hard to be objective in those scenarios, but to be honest, from a Canadian perspective, without Mindbender, it's a very hard thing to rank because like we have the three B and M's at Wonderland, which are which are good, which I actually do love. I don't want to negate yeah. those. Vortex is great. Um, a lot of people really like Coaster Playland, Montreal. And that's pretty much it. Like it's it, it for me. Most of those European countries, I'd even put Belgium above Canada to be honest, because they have the Ride to Happiness, Conda, Bobby and Land. Like I'd I'd put all of those above Canada. So unfortunately, like I would have to say from a Canadian perspective, maybe it's because also I just getting getting tired of Canada's Wonderland. I think it should be lower. But I don't know. What about you, Logan? Do you have any in- thoughts on that? I agree. When I look at these places, and once again, I'm coming at this from a different angle and a different criteria than the video was made with, so keep that in mind. Sweden at 15 is such a snub to me. Right? There's no way Sweden, Belgium, Denmark, any of these 
are below Canada. When you look at just quality, I honestly think that those would be higher in a bucket list than a Yukon Striker or a Leviathan. You have similar rides to that in America all across these chains. So why would you see those as more important as a factor than just these more of one of a kind rides that you see in these European countries. And like, we have to be real here. Canada has one proper theme park one. And that's fucking cultist Lake is the only proper theme park. We have galaxy land. used to be a theme park. It used to have theme to it. Canada's Wonderland was a theme park way back in the day before mm-hmm. before Cedar Fair bought it. There is one theme park in Canada. The fact that Canada is above any country that has a properly themed park, no, 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 no. I will argue, and this is a topic for a future episode, in five to ten years, Galaxyland re-enters as a proper theme park. I'm putting like, a pin in it. It's going to become a destination theme park in terms of Canada, right? Like Cultus Lake, if you're going to call that your destination theme park, Galaxyland will become the new destination theme park five to ten years. Mark my words. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Because when I say theme park, I mean like one with like a proper cohesive theme and story. Yes. Galaxyland is going to be dropped within this next decade. I think they're truly doing what eBay did, how it used to be all yellow on their website. And slowly over time, they gradually changed it down in notches of gradient to white. So it wasn't a drastic change. I think they're doing that with the Hasbro theme. I think they're slowly implementing that. That's the clear direction they want to go. If you look at the new map that I posted in the Discord, the entire map has changed. All the colors and all of that is all Hasbro now. They're slowly getting around to each ride. And I think it's just a matter of time until they lose that Galaxy Line branding. And, you know, going back to the how they remove mine, I think that's been the goal all along here. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I can see that because I think if they can, I think if they can almost make like a full story for the park and just be like, explain why there is a Hasbro, you know, kind of like Andy's um, in, at Toy Story Land in Disney World. It's like Andy's backyard with all the toy boxes and everything like that. Like almost a theme like that. Because that that's where I'd want to see it. I want to hmm. see more of a proper, you know, tied in story of why when you're walking into this park, what are you walking into? What world are you walking into here? So I think I can see them doing that. I don't know. I, I don't know if they'll put in the effort though. That's my that's my issue. I don't know if they'll put in the effort to actually like make a proper backstory, make a proper yeah. theming for it. I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm torn. Well, and I agree there. That's where you and I come from different angles. Like to me, a theme park is just everything is one cohesive theme. I don't necessarily think storyline because I mean, I think typical Western Canadians, 90% of people who walk into Cultus Lake aren't going to take the time to learn the story. I don't think and whatnot. Fair. They're just going to see this as, oh, this is a cool place. all theme to the same thing. And I think that's what you're going to get at Galaxy Line is it's truly going to become like a Hasbro's toy chest or the board game closet kind of idea. Yeah. No, and that's and that's one way to look at it too, because you're right. Like, not every pro- really well theme park need to have like a big story, but usually, you know, even even in in Canada's Wonderland, the old lands has like each of them have like a different story, kind of throwing it back to the original Disneyland. Like when you'd mm-hmm. walk into every land, each of them would have a, a kind of a, a throwback or a, a, um, a story to tie it all together while you're there. But um, I think for right now, if we're talking about now, like in this video. I just I don't have I don't see Canada having any any business being at number ten above like you said those countries Belgium Sweden throws me off three Sweden throws me the fuck off that that is a big no for me yeah well and my other big argument is the operating season in Canada is so short 
Like, yeah. Right. Like I understand it's probably short in places like Sweden as well, but I, I don't know. Just call me a fanboy, but Gronalund alone should be higher than the country of Canada as a whole. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they, even though it's cold, they keep their fucking parks open like well into December, including the rides. And then they open it in like March or April or something like that. So you're right to have that. It, it's tough. Like I just don't, I think we've had, we've, we've, we've talked about this over and over again on, on Prey Coasting and maybe a little bit here into Coaster Cuzzies is that Canada struggles. It struggles from having a geography problem, a weather problem, an investment problem. And so you need chains or sponsors to make the investments big. And unfortunately, we have two pretty neglected major theme parks, La Ronde and Canada's Wonderland. And then everything else is a very big haphazard uh, investment and haphazard thing. So my next question is maybe with the Playland, which I'd actually love to talk about on a future episode, is the Playland announcement. Now that that construction is like full steam ahead and it's going, do you think the Playland addition and expansion and everything and theming will help with that? Honestly, yeah. I think that that will become... I now take that back. I totally forgot that actually had the green light now. That will be your new theme park destination in Canada. And that's definitely going to play up there. I think, yeah, that probably gets you up in the rankings above a couple places if they do it right and actually add in all the coasters that they want to. Yep, I agree. And if they clean up the current park, I think exactly. if they clean it up, because it, it right now it's very like concrete top fair vibes, which honestly, like you said, I enjoy that. But from from a, like a permanent park standpoint, I, I do want a little bit of trees. Trees are nice, especially trees in places like Vancouver which is so lush. So if they really do put in the TLC needed at that park, I, I think it will become a really big Western Canadian destination because Cali Park right now is cool. Like, And I would argue that it's sort of themed. You'll see when you walk in with like the old Flintstones theming. Yeah. It's like kind of there. Like it, it's, it's close, but maybe not quite. So – yeah, I, I want to call it that, but I think Playland might have the potential for that. So then again, I think what we really need and what I would love is kind of like what's happening in the U.S. right now, just some fucking random park investments and some random parks opening. Like that would just be like the best. Like, you know, you're hearing these random like like the one in Austin or, you know, the new Universal Studios in Dallas, like just random shit opening of new parks out of nowhere, Lost Island. I'm like, fuck, that would just be sweet if just someone was like, we're going to do it. We're going to just invest and bring people in. Um, I would love that. I think I would love that. So, yeah. Where, Where is that going to happen is my question. That could be the only place I could think of is if Saskatoon actually had its way and had that tiny little indoor idea of that. But I don't know, because if you look at all the population centers across Canada, they all have their established park that's so intertwined with that local region's like culture and stuff. I was going to say Niagara Falls. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Fair. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I could see that working well with like that Falls View um, water park as well. I would I would say Niagara Falls would be great. I mean, like if Marineland really does kick the can like they're saying, or if someone does buy it. I, like it's close to the falls. If you can properly rebrand, remarket, get rid of the animals, rest in peace to the orca that just died, rest in peace, uh, gone but not forgotten. Um, I think if someone took the time to do that park well, it's 
it, it could be it. Or, or like I said, or something just near the falls or something like that. I would say Niagara Falls or maybe something, you know, somewhere in that area could really be our next big park. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. As a Western Canadian, I forgot Southern Ontario existed. So I will a thousand percent agree with you after being reminded that part of Canada is a thing. That to me is just like, you know, United States North light kind of idea. <laughs> it is. It Trust me, it is. Um, okay. Being transparent here, we got three minutes left. I'm really liking this discussion. Do you want to continue this over on just a Zoom call for now? Uh, yes, yes. Do you want to outro the show though? Or do you mean record the, record in, in, in a Zoom call? I'm thinking, yeah, record a Zoom call for a little bit because I like where we're rolling and we still have a little bit of steam that I want to flesh out, even if it's only like 10 minutes. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is that going to be okay with like, – and honestly, just do it, yeah. Yeah, no, it'll be completely fine with editing. It'll be a little less quality than this because I won't have separate tracks, but it'll still work and I'll intro it as all of that kind of stuff when we get there. Beauty. All right, cool. I'm going to hit stop then and then I'll open up our typical Zencaster look throws me flashbacks to when i'd have to hop on my laptop at like eight in the morning for university during the pandemic just so i could be here yeah oh yeah, yeah. if it's not obvious enough we're in a zoom call now because we ran oh, out of yes. minutes but the conversation is still flowing so we want to keep it rolling yes i think because we were we were talking about what was it, it was playland that we were really ending on right or yeah, that we, were... we got to playland and how that new you know, uh, if that construction renovations, if the tender love and care actually happens, then it has the potential to become the new kind of premier theme park in Canada. And Marine and Niagara Falls potential park. So I think Canada, what I will give this ranking that Canada is 10th is I think Canada out of all those countries has some of the most potential. And I think that's because of geography and the amount of space mm-hmm. that there truly is to build a park. With un- unfortunately, with climate change, our climate is getting much more is is getting much better, and we have much more space. So people will be moving north, of course, if if you know if, if people can't live in the south. So we have we have that. We have lots of fresh water. We have a, like a very wealthy population. So and a growing population. So I think there is a lot of potential in Canada. It just I think someone needs to start, and I think Playland. I'm hoping. Playland is the start of that, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, we'll really see. Amusement parks and theme parks have never been super intertwined with Canadian culture and identity, so we'll see if that ever comes. Maybe if we do have mass migrations from other places, maybe that will come with that, right? Like, you never know. But I do think it's going to take some sort of um, large-scale event to kickstart that rolling. Yeah, I agree. And I I think, because we've talked about this on both shows before is that Canadian culture is intertwined with traveling. Like everyone, yes. ev- every single person for spring break, every person with for winter break, summer, you are, you know, you know, someone who's going to go to Mexico, you know, someone who's going to go to Florida, you know, someone's going to go to California, like, you know, someone's going to go to Arizona. Like that is such a part of Canadian culture is traveling to other countries, especially the U S and Mexico. It, that is, that is a huge part of Canada. Like I know very few people, who truly haven't been to Disneyland. I can hear that sounds privileged, but so many people I know traveled to a Disney park as a child because of that. And, and 
not as many would have gone to their local theme park. Like in Calgary, not as many would have gone to Callaway or to West Ed for Galaxyland. More people would have gone to California, Florida, or, you know, an all-inclusive in Mexico. So I think the Canadian culture, I agree with you, will have to shift in some way. Yeah, and I mean, that does not exist in other sectors of tourism and amusements and stuff like that, right? Like, look at our skiing. We got some of the best skiing, snowboarding, all that kind of stuff in the world. But that's all winter activities because that's what we're suited for given our geographic location in the world and all that kind of stuff. So, like, ideas and stuff behind that's definitely there. It's just not in the direction that is theme parks that, you know, places like, say, the States or, like, Poland are going for now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and the thing they have in the U.S. is in the U.S., so many people travel within the country. You yes. can li- you can go your entire life and just be within the U.S. and go to Alaska for the winter. You can go to Seattle. You can go to Hawaii. You can go to Florida. So there is that diversity of climates for that. But in Canada, I would say there are a lot of tourists who come to Toronto for you know the city, and then a lot of tourists go to, go to Calgary for the mountains and Vancouver and that sort of thing. Um, and I think COVID actually, I think COVID almost pushed more people to travel within Canada. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that there will be something. I really want someone to do something with Marine Land. Like I'd really want like a, like a SeaWorld chain to buy it and just really do it right. Like it doesn't have to be a billion roller coasters at once. It doesn't have to be all that. Just like get something open, just get it open and, and, and slowly build it from there because enough people go to Niagara Falls, but um, I think I think it'd just be really cool to have some like something really well done down there. Yeah, and I mean, w- when I was thinking about that, I'm like, well, how come they don't do something like the Polish government has done with Energylandia? Like, to my knowledge, they give them like tax exemptions or funding that kind of stuff. But then you look at them like, okay, well, Niagara Falls is already well established within both Canadian and American culture. That's just not the direction it is. Will they want to go that direction? I highly doubt it because. At least in Canada, and I imagine a lot of the states, the whole attitude towards the, like entertainment one is very satisfied with what there is currently. There's not really that drive to change or try and improve upon yeah, and new kind of streams of revenue. We I've mentioned this, and I'm sure other podcasts have mentioned this, is like pretty much every single park that we go to and love now in North America was started because of tax exemptions and government intervention and government um sponsorship because that's really what started it all canada's wonderland got free sewer lines from the city they didn't have to pay for any of the sewer lines um king's island got huge tax breaks to move out to to uh mason county yeah mason county yeah oh fuck i'm sorry ohio people i don't remember if that's the county or not but all of these parks disneyland all of disney world i mean right now they're fighting with the florida government when when it first started florida basically gave them free reign to do whatever they want so all of these parks were started by government intervention. And I think Lost Island as well got something from the local government Probably. in Waterloo. I'm not sure. Don't, don't quote me on that. So all of these got started. So, I mean, it would be great if the Ontario and Canadian government did that. But I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like it would be almost like a white elephant to to do that. Like, you, you know, to if if the government gave tax exemptions or something to a theme park, even though they do it to corporations all the time, like to fucking wealthy business people and lot, the CEO of Loblaws and shit. I feel like it would still just be a media circus, if that makes sense. No, 100%, because you're going to get nobody from any sort of political view or angle who's going to claim ownership and want that. They're, you're going to get 
you know, differing oppositions from every single angle in Canada, which is the way yeah. it is up here. Yeah. So I think in terms of the ranking that was done, um, it, it's hard because it was such a strict criteria that I can understand why Canada fell there. But just without Mindbender, like you, you're gonna, you'll see Logan when you come to Canada's Wonderland. It's a fine park. It, yeah. it, it, it's great. Um, Vortex is a standout, but it is also kind of a shitty park. And Laurent does his thing. Excuse me. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know if Canada people think Canada is very overpowered. Um, in in that respect, I, I don't know, but I think that. Canada has a lot of untapped potential. I would agree with that. Lots of untapped potential and honestly just not really realized. And I think big part of that's competition. You don't have a lot of regions competing between each other like you do in the States, right? The classic Disney Universal, even other ones in the same city, Knott's Magic Mountain, Knott's in Disneyland, right? Like you don't have that drive for it and you can get content with just pizza pizzas everywhere and just standard chains all across your amusement park yeah exactly so unless another park chain like unless six flags says fuck it and builds a park in the gta which i honestly think would do very well i think the gta is big enough that it it could probably support it could definitely support uh a six flags in the area um i would agree with you i think we're kind of in that stalemate right now and i think canadians are going to continue to travel there maybe like they're going to continue like a lot of Can- a lot of Ontarians have done road trips to Darien Lake to Cedar Point like a lot yeah. of people actually have heard of Cedar Point which is kind of sh- shocking to me I guess people are more roller coaster enthusiasts out here but but the biggest thing is people are going to continue to go to Universal and Disney and SeaWorld and Knott's and all of these other places that um they're not going to go into their local place because I know like uh, how many of my friends in Vancouver haven't been to Playland in years, but yep. they go they go to Disney fairly frequently. They fly out because LA is a two hour flight from Vancouver, so why not go there? So I I don't know. It, it, Canadian culture is an interesting thing. I think we really dive and in, d- dove into that a lot on the Prey Coasting, um, but I think it's an interesting post COVID conversation. Even though mm-hmm. we're never really post COVID, I think it's just I think it's an interesting conversation when for two three years we couldn't really travel to other countries and we could barely travel within our own country really what perspective that gave people because i have noticed and i think everyone's noticed here in ontario and even in calgary more people more canadians from other parts of the country are traveling like the calgary stampede was the biggest it ever was last year toronto is getting more other canadian tourists than any other year they've ever had so I think it'll be interesting going forward to see how the travel and spending habits of Canadians and new Canadians too, who are bringing their own cultures um, to the country, how they're going to spend their money and how they're going to travel. No, I definitely agree with that. And I'd be very curious to see this argument from an American perspective, which is why I'm kind of sad we don't have Coast Pro with us for this episode because like the way I see it, it is a pain in the ass to get down to the States with the dollar nowadays. And when mm-hmm. you look at it, I'm like, yes, I understand everything is there. A lot of it's under the same season pass. But like, hell, why aren't more Americans coming to Canada to go check out of these places? Everything is essentially 25 to 30% off just by having an American dollar versus Canadian dollar. I look at yeah. Six Flags and I'm like, you're getting paid 20 bucks an hour to work the rides compared to me being paid 20 20- two-ish bucks an hour at my old job lifeguarding i'm like 
they're making more money than me just working the rides with not having to have any like prior certifications and stuff. And I'm like, damn, that must be nice. Literally, honestly, I mean, I, yeah, it'll be an interesting year this year to see the tourist season because I mean, fucking Canada's one was insane last year. The city of Toronto was insane, full of tourists. So I think it'll be interesting to see what what it'll be. But I, I agree. I would love to maybe pit, put a pin in this yeah. for when Coaster Bros here, or maybe a guest, maybe a maybe a guest who wants to travel to Canada or has you know traveled extensively, what their opinion on that is. Because as a Canadian, everywhere we go, besides maybe like Southeast Asia. It, our dollar does not go as far as a local currency there. So exactly. And I mean, I'm going to throw that out to the listeners too. If there's anyone from maybe even potentially a country that isn't America or Canada who has a perspective on this, reach out to us. Maybe we'll have yeah. a conversation and see where that goes. Cause I think there's definitely a good episode idea there and just, you know, all the different perspectives on yeah. Travel spending habits, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. And like what if, if maybe, maybe even pose the question, if you guys came to Canada and uh, I mean, obviously, bias because our listeners are a lot of coaster enthusiasts. But like, would you really only do say Canada's Wonderland, or would you do maybe what more of Logan's trip is? Do more of a balanced trip? Would you want to see, mm. you know, more city stuff? Would you want to see the mountains? Like, what if you came to Canada? What would you be doing? What, what, what would you that? And maybe even pose this to fellow Canadians, like fellow Canadians. I know a lot of you listening are Disney or Universal travelers or going to Cedar Point. Like, are you preparing or do you want to go see other theme parks in Canada? Like, I know Tyler Burke, a really good friend of mine, went to West Ed just before the pandemic. It was one of the last riders on Mindbender. It was like March 10th, 2020. So he's happy he did that. But it's like, and so I, I want to know even fellow Canadians, like, are you are you going to prioritize Playland when it opens, West Ed, Montreal, that sort of thing. Or if you're not from Ontario, come out here. I I, I want to hear everyone's opinion because I think travel um, priorities are interesting. But also, even when we get back to this ranking, what sort of started this conversation is how people view the 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 destinations that they want to go and how they quote unquote objectively rank them. Yeah, no, thousand percent agree with you, and I think that's a nice little tie into our last topic. There, it's. It's going to be an interesting one to see how that all goes forward. And I mean, even just real quick throwback to when you're talking about what would take me to get back into Mindbender shutting down is what got me to go to Callaway here. Part of the reason why I just got out east, right? Like, I'm just not going to sit on stuff anymore. If it's there and I have the ability to do it, I'm just going to pull the trigger. And and that is something that we really take for granted in Canada. We can freely move from Victoria to St. John's yep. all the way up to from Windsor all the way up to the Arctic. Like while it is a lot of cold, I mean, you can go see the West Coast Wales without a passport and pay Canadian dollar. You can go to the East Coast and see like rocky terrain, more Wales and and all this history. You can go to, you can see come to Toronto and you're basically in New York. You can go to the mountains like you can do all this stuff without a passport with your Canadian dollar. You can if you want to get in a car and do it yourself without even stepping yeah. on a plane. Like it's pretty lucky. And I know I know a lot of Americans would agree that they can do that as well in their own their own country. So I think I think Canadians especially are maybe just learning to do what you're doing, Logan, now is just now seeing the other parts of their country that aren't maybe their own province. Yeah. And that's the part that I'm curious to see the sticking point after the pandemic. Is it going to be people are going to be like, hey, that was kind of fun. There is some cool stuff in Canada. Do maybe we'll look towards more of that in the future. Or is it going to simply be as short and cut dry as like, look, been there, done that, did it once, don't need to do it again. Going back to Disney, going back to Mexico, going back to all these places. So 
that's where I'm going to be curious to see where it goes in the future. Cause I'm definitely not in that category. I've just been sitting on this university student waiting to finally have these opportunities and have it make sense in my life to try this out. And I'm just excited to go check out Canada now. I'm excited for you. I am so excited. I feel like you're going to get such this after this year, you're going to have such a good um, baseline for what, you know, what other cities are in Canada, like Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, Montreal, like you'll, you'll be, you'll have seen a lot of the the country and you'll really only at that point need to see Vancouver, Ottawa and the Maritimes after that. You don't need to go to Winnipeg. It's fine. Sorry. Sorry. Any Manitoba listeners, but goodness, no, nobody needs to ever go to Winnipeg. Only time I go to Winnipeg is when the Riders have a fan, fantastic team and the Bombers freaking suck. And I go there to go laugh at Bombers fans in the Banjo Bowl, but that's the only time I go to Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. Besides that. No. So besides that, you have very few other places to see, but there's a lot of great places. I always talk about how much I love Victoria. I love Montreal. Yeah. Would love to go to the Maritime. So we got options. And I got family up in Yellowknife. So if I ever wanted to go check out the territories, I got a place to stay up there too. Perfect. Well, that was a nice little extra uh, bonus yeah. on there because we were on a roll. And I think that was, I think I, what I liked about the topics today is all of them were sort of on the same length and they kind of tied into each other. But it still was, they were different enough that it spurred different conversation and different ideas. No, no, for sure. And I'm very excited and just enjoyed having like a true nerdy conversation about Canada and that perspective. But I mean, that's what Coastbird told us to do. And that's what the Discord wanted. So, I mean, people want to hear it. I'm more than happy to talk from a very niche Canadian perspective on Canadian issues and topics. Like, I hope that that's mm-hmm. semi ever refreshing angle in this, you know, community. Plus, it's only been plus it's been a couple months since you and I did this, did just record you and I. So um, kind of like what I did last episode where I brought more of a Disney topic in because we haven't had Disney in a while. Like, mm-hmm. we really do go a couple months b- between these topics. So it's not very repetitive that that we get to talk about this. And it's and it's and it's nice that uh, we get to touch base on some of these topics or some of these things, because I'm really excited for you that knowing where you were, and I guess the listeners hearing where you were 2020, 21, even into 2022, um, seeing you with all these plans and goals and, you know, new, no job, new girlfriend, like all these things. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like seeing you come to like, like the best towards the best version of yourself with so much to see and do like i'm i'm so excited i'm sure the listeners are crazy excited as well especially those who've been with us since the beginning since the sunfire oh since the sunfire man that's a freaking callback right there (laughs) drop it in the discord if you actually know the true story and origin behind that one because holy smokes man was that like episode three about me and my late getaway Holy yep. smokes, dude, that's a throwback. <laughs> I remember watching your Jack Lake, or is that what it's called? Jackfish Jack... Lake. Oh, Jack I lost Fish that Lake. video. I don't know where it is, but oh my goodness, that little vlog was hilarious. Was it? Is it not on YouTube? Did you, did you I, well, that? I took it down at one point. I thought I made it private. I might have accidentally deleted it. I, I don't know. Maybe it's on my external hard drive. Okay, because I remember that vlog from 2020. And I want to do more of that kind of stuff, right? Like when I'm done school, I truly think I want to find another outlet to do more very like non-amusement park related things. That's like something on the branding of like Pierce Saskatchewan or something. You know what I mean? Like I think that'd I be it. kind of fun just to showcase all the weird quirks and stuff like that. Because I don't know. People always joke around that my life is pretty much a reality TV show. And while I hate that, sometimes it is kind of fun and interesting to spotlight. It kind of is. I, I love it. That uh, 
Well, I'm excited for it no matter what. And I have, did, like you said, I enjoyed this conversation. And a little touch point on Canadian stuff. Back to our regular scheduling pro- programming with uh, Coaster Bro. I think there's a Coffee with Coaster Bro coming up very soon. So, um, And then also, too, there'll be a whole month, basically, of me not being on the show. So got to soak up all these Canadian juices while I can, while we can. No, definitely. We're going to really have to reach out and figure out what we're going to want to do in the future here. I'd love to get one more good roundhouse episode or two before you're out for a month or so. Um, when are you coming back to Canada? June, middle of June, June, middle of 18th, June? Okay. 19th. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I don't know. We'll see where the show goes from this point on, but it's, uh, I want, I want to get more segments back. I, I want to get some contributors back on the show here. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we go in waves. Yeah, there was that while where we had like multiple, and now we're kind of we, we're in a little bit of a break. So, and plus, two coaster bros moving. You're in finals. I yeah. was going through it, so we're it, it 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 all didn't work, and then we'll we'll be back. So, um, but yeah, maybe do we want to outro the show? Do I did it last week? Did you want to do it, or I can do it as well yeah. again? No, I I can outro. I'll, I'll try and make you uh, proud here, coaster bro. <laughs> so. If you want to check out any of the socials, any of Coaster Bros TikToks, the Instagram, the website, the pretty much anything. I think the Discord link's on there. Hopefully, we'll get a Patreon going by May, June-ish, somewhere in there. Yeah, I just got to finish up finals, and then that'll be my full attention on this side of things. But you can find all of that at solo.to slash coastercuzzies. I think I did that right. You did it right. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> it reminds me of. Remember when we used to throw in like little vine clips in the middle of episodes? Hell, oh. I think we even just did one off topic episode on the Patreon where we literally just oh. listened to vines. Oh, what a what a great time. If that piques your interest, let us know because I would happily bring that back in a heart oh. on the Patreon. Hell yeah have little um, hangout nights and stuff like there's a lot of potential yet for us to even uh hit it with this whole cuzzies thing and i'm excited to uh slowly build towards that because even when we're at like kind of just all over various places in life here the past little while we've still been putting out some solid content uh, i agree i completely agree so um, i can't wait for uh that and especially the more off-topic stuff that was great so all right um, well, with that Coast mm. Bro, I'm sure we'll be back our next episode in a couple weeks here. Until then, uh, do we know where the... No, you said Coffee with Coast Bro is next, correct? Uh, I, I don't quote me on that. I have just no... dropped, I'm pretty sure. So I think Coast Bro's <laughs> got Coffee with Coast Bro next out in the feed next week. And then we'll be back for another roundhouse discussion on who knows what. So yeah, stay tuned. Check that out. Wear your seatbelts when you drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't be an idiot. Uh, what else we got? Keep your sticks on the ice. Take care and uh, have a good one.